Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is October 6th, and this is episode 252. Hopefully you guys are having a great, fantastic Friday today. Yes, as the title is explaining, we've got some very exciting things to go over today. We will be discussing this potential two-year-long signal that we have uh, a little bit later into the episode, and we'll be going over some other things in just the shorter terms. So as always, starting off with our macro time frame weekly, what is it doing? What is going on? Where is everything at? As we can see, as per the last episode on Wednesday, not a whole lot has changed here. Money flow is still on the increasing inflow. Uh, looking at triple confirmation potentially in the next two days back up crossing through our emas everything good about this is coming together the green dot has confirmed the wolf pack is turning green again the money flow is into the green all the exciting things that we would want to see market structure holding fibs extending to the upside all that good stuff the weekly right now as far as everything is and continues to be is looking quite good Upside direction will more than likely continue into the coming next couple of weeks. Moving into the midterm macro, four day, three day, two day, all have also started to turn themselves back up and or bounce. Four day, five day money flow absolutely bouncing off the zero line. Wolfpack coming back to the green side. Triple confirmation on the last candle close. A bunch of confluence going on in the midterm, in the midterm macro as far as uh, continuation is concerned. A three-day showing very similar signs, market structure, wolf pack, money flow turning back up. Same with two-day, same with one-day. Um, it does seem like our next available area of resistance is coming in right around the $28,800 level. As far as everything is concerned, as long as the doji continues to close as of today, we still probably have most of the weekend uh, going sideways before anything is for sure confirmed before we take on that next level of resistance getting a close above 28k today would be absolutely huge for the bulls one of the main highlighting things that i will be looking for in order to see potential continuation over the weekend if we don't get the 28 close today we may end up pulling back down towards 27200 one more time 26800 just as again a retest of this what was resistance now support we've continued to back test back test back test into 27200 and we've continued to hold any type of close below 26800 at this point in time would be very bad not good at all medium terms would more than likely start to return themselves back down at that point all that crappy stuff that we don't want to see so as long as we are closing above 26800 at this point in time everything is still looking for overall upside continuation uh, when we move into our more medium terms, short terms, we can see four hour money flow is still growing at this point in time. Closing above that 200 super trend is going to entail a close above 28,115. As far as the four hour is concerned, you know, again, if we can bust above 28 before the close today, I would expect to be pushing into at least 28,500. Maybe then over the weekend, a retest of 28 or 27,800, basically where we're seeing short term resistance right now. Uh, before continuation so it would give it some time for the fibs to re-extend into the upside direction all that good stuff overall emas are both corrected and turned back to the upside as far as the medium short term is concerned and coming down to our very short term again hourly kind of getting thrown back and forth 
Not absolutely sure that it wants to bust up here, but it does seem to be the case as money flow is slowly but surely creeping and increasing, um, telling us that we have at least a retest into 28 sometime today before, you know, anything is uh, guaranteed to happen. We get the close over 28, we could still potentially push into the 28,500 over the weekend, then come back down. It would be quite a bit more bullish if we get the close today. If we don't, we would want to see it Monday or Tuesday. The fact that Monday over here in Canada is a holiday, we got Thanksgiving, potentially low volume going into that. I'm not sure if the Americans have a holiday this weekend or next week, sorry, but we, you know, potentially. Maybe one of you guys can tune me into that. All right, that's Bitcoin. We're going to go over the other stuff and then we are going to come back to Bitcoin and I'm going to talk about this two-year-long potential signal. Columbus Day on Monday. Okay, so it is a holiday for the American on Monday. So potentially, again, you know, it could be the busting day, to be honest, but more than likely we'll see low volume, uh, not a whole heck of a lot going on Monday. But, you know, I've been wrong before. Some, it's kind of a crab shoot. We sometimes see volume coming in, sometimes we don't. All right, moving over here to Ethereum. What do we got? What do we see? Macros are continually turning themselves back up after bouncing off the zero line money flow. Green dots still confirmed. Wolfpack moving up. We've got a lot of ground to cover back here on Ethereum because we're being squeezed in this triangle pattern. Probably the reason why we pulled back so hard from the 1750 tap all the way back into the 1650 and below 1620, I think is where we got down to. Um, the overall macro of this thing is still continually turning itself up. Wolfpack, money flow, green dot, potential potato signal on the next weekly close. It tends to lag behind Bitcoin in these type of events, which is in what we're seeing. Some nice hidden bullish divergence going on from the previous lower lows. There's some good momentum here. Absolutely some very nice momentum stacked up if we are going to use this all as a catalyst of continuation for the next couple months. And get rid of the leave it for now get rid of these we'll leave that just for now still very possible that this all somehow goes to shit within the next month or two and we absolutely reject but for now we're not looking that way until we have more confident signs of the medium term macro and just medium term in general you know we don't want to be thinking like that the weekly's turning up we have to move our expectations and our thoughts into that direction. Got a four-day TC up, money flow not really doing too much here. Three days flat, two days down and flat, and one day is kind of turning back up. So more than likely within the next mm, couple days over the weekend, we potentially re-triple confirm a daily back up here on ETH, finding support at the key level support line of 1620 uh, and everything we would want to see. The biggest thing I see on ETH that we need to deal with is 1680, 1685, the 618 of the medium term, midterm macro needs to get broken again. We need to see closes above this level and then we need to get back above 1750, pushing us up and out of this descending triangle. We still have higher lows. We still have momentum moving into the upside. The medium terms, 12 hour, as we can see, is technically green in the money flow, even though we've kind of spat around, jumped back and forth. It is overall building bullish momentum. And we can see that a lot clearer when we look back and see that money flow and market liberator and Wolfpack have both been increasing higher lows, continuing price action. So that is exciting stuff. I think ETH potentially catches up with BTC here. 
potentially another 2%-ish in the upside direction over the weekend because it doesn't seem like it has really pumped as much as Bitcoin has today. But we'll see about that continuation likely, more than likely. Heading over here to our total, pretty much same dealio, actually a little bit more bullish peaking than Ethereum even because we have support at market structure in the range again, money flow into the green, Wolfpack into the green, green dot confirmed, everything is bottoming out, showing signs of that, hidden bullish divergence in money flow. Going back to the lows of February, we have higher, lower lows, but higher lows on our indicators. So seeing all the signs of overall higher low potential continuation to the upside. We absolutely need to break this range. We, you know, but playing within it still is there's a lot of price action to be had. This is all the way up at 1.23 trillion. We're at 1.07. You know, that's at least... $140 billion to the next level of resistance. We have our 618 coming in at 1.13. So another 1.3. That would be $7 billion. $7 billion? Yeah. Gosh, I hate this thing. $70 million. So overall, looking good. Still ranging. Needs to continue finding support and moving itself into the upside direction, which, I mean, the medium-term macro showing signs of so. Secondary doji to cancel out our first doji, telling us that the reversal is potentially being reversed once again. And the upside momentum in the medium term, midterm macro is still building and overall to the upside. This is giving me a lot better feelings about the altcoins. It does seem like 1.075 is where we would want to start seeing closing candles of at least the medium term, four hour, three hour, four hour, five hour type of deal above this level. Restructure ourselves in a bullish momentum at 1.05 and hopefully our fibs extending into the potentially 115 118 and all the way up into the 123 or 1.23 if we're being technical when we come over here to the s p and the nasdaq we've had very exciting days today as far as these two bad boys are concerned traditionals absolutely took off this morning we've had a huge pump from key level support of 14600 we've tapped once again big swing down huge bigger swing up this is telling me that, again, selling volume momentum has been dying off each and every time that we've come down. See that a little bit on our daily as well. We have lower lows. We have higher lows on the Wolfpack, pretty much on the Market Liberator as well. Overall momentum money flow is still in the green as far as this is concerned. Uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ actually not looking too bad, reversing some of those very bearish signs that we saw as of last week. It does seem like a close above. Uh, 15,050 15, is probably where we need to be in order to invalidate the range, break it, start moving ourselves back into towards local highs and all-time highs type of territory. S&P, same dealio, resistance pretty much right under us right now. We are above it at the moment. A 42.90, it would seem that we need to get closes above in order to continue over the next couple of weeks. Mm, actually, more midterms are saying 43 40, 43, 35 type of deal. Once we can break structure here, which I mean, again, a huge daily reversal candle like this with Wolfpack so far, money flow still flat, needs to continue turning itself back up. We're showing shorter term signs of increasing volume and money flow, but we need to see those medium terms. Again, there just hasn't been enough data. I would think at this point in time, we've only had one day so far of turning ourselves back up aggressively. Once we see that coming into next week, 
more than likely still continuation up. Yes, if you guys were around for the last couple episodes, we talked about the key level of both levels that we hit 14,600 as far as NASDAQ and 4,200 as far as the S&P is concerned. Absolutely bouncing, absolutely continuing to find support. That's quite a bullish sign in my opinion that we were able to hold it, build bullish divergences from that point and are turning ourselves back up. If we start breaking through bearish structures, everything um, should continue reversing in a much more aggressive way. All right, and now for the reason everyone's here, a clickbait title that I actually have something interesting to show you guys. <laughs> Rather than the average guy who gives you a bunch of bullshit, I wanna show you guys something important. So, looking throughout the entirety history of Bitcoin so far. All right, I wanna show you, I want to show you this. Going all the way back to 2012, once the money flow on the weekly turned green, it stayed green for two straight years, and then it turned red, and it stayed red for two straight years, and then it turned green for two straight years. Okay, 2018, we had a variation. We had a very interesting time where we turned red, and we turned green again only a year later. We stayed green from 2019 until 2022. Okay, so this variation, what did we see in this time? From the point it turned green, it actually topped out around the ten dollars to $12,000, and we, all, we came all the way back to 4000 Our Super Trend EMAs stayed green the entirety of the time, and the Wolf Pack, other than dipping into the red once or twice, very shortly stayed green overall, telling me that, again, because we should have still been red for 2019 to 2020, it's probably why we saw this huge, massive capitulation sell-off. You know, they used all this bullshit in order to push the prices lower. And now the reasoning for me thinking that we're potentially from here on out, at least, let's say, for the next four months, if we do not see some sort of black swan dump-off event, as far as historic time frames go, we should continue to stay green and move momentum into the upside over the course of the next two years, from 2024 all the way into 2026. And again, that's just what from going back into what we've seen previously. It's never had a period of time other than 2019 to 2020 where it's differed from this. Obviously, we don't have all the data in the world, right? Because Bitcoin's not that old. It's only, you know, going back to 2011, 13 years, right? Like, but that's a pretty solid type of deal that we have here. Two years green, two years red. Two years green, two years red. Now, it absolutely did not call the top or the bottom of the bull market slash bear market when it flipped, but the overall momentum stayed green that entire time. Dipped hard, blah, 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 moved into the next bullish cycle. We can see again, once money flow actually started coming down after it peaked out, that's when the real bear market had started from the peak coming down, then turning red, sell volume took over with momentum. That's what that means. There's more sell volume coming in than buy volume at that point in time. When it's coming down, there is still more bullish volume coming in than bearish volume. <clears throat> All right. So, I mean, again, it's not like a cut and dry thing, but we are on the verge of triple confirming in two days, money flow into the green. And we've only got three-ish months, two and a half months before we get into 2024. I really think we've just run out of time. And because the last cycle was such a, I don't want to say it was a letdown. But do you really think that we actually topped out here in 2021, 2022? Because I don't. I don't feel like we actually got all the way to the top of the logarithmic growth scale. We didn't get all the way to the top 
of the overall resistance here that we've hit twice now. It should have, we know we should have gotten to $100,000, I think is the point that I'm trying to make. And we didn't. And because of that, you know, we had kind of a pretty lax bull run. So we had a pretty relaxed bear run. I think that is the point I'm trying to make. It wasn't that crazy on the upside and it wasn't that crazy on the downside. I think that's potentially why we've just chopped, chopped, chopped here, consolidated, 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 unless we have a really, really good reason to absolutely shit the sheets, shit the bed and crack back down to 18 or 20. I just don't see how it's going to happen. You know what I mean? I mean, I would absolutely look for potentially some sort of event like that to still happen, especially if... We are to come back up into the $30,000, $31,000 and reject from that, finding a midterm lower high, basically a shoulder for the potential head and shoulders of the overall midterm macro. We don't want to see a lower high in this region in the next month or two. As long as we don't see that, we're more than likely in good shape. We want to see an absolute straight push right into 30 right past it, <laughs> past 32. We start closing below 32. We're more than likely going to see a massive jump, at least into the 35 to 38K region, maybe even all the way up as far as 40, um, before more than likely only backtesting into potentially 35. If we make it only to 35, we may backtest 32. It is the macro key level support of the macro. And then again, maybe as low as like 30. 30 to 32, if we get above it, would be the ideal retest zone. If we get all the way to 40, or 38, we're probably only coming back into potentially the 35, 33 potential region. So that's the key thing here. 32K, we need to make a higher high. We need to start trying to invalidate this weekly bearish divergence that we've formed on the last two highs. We want to see both of these levels broken as far as the market liberator and the wolf pack are concerned. Higher highs across the board, new local highs. We've got higher lows. We need another higher high here as far as the weekly is concerned to really break out of like, okay, bear market, donezos, donskis. We're over it. Everything's macro flipped back up. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's an interesting time that we're in because I think the majority of people are in this depression stage right now where nothing feels like it could ever turn back up again. And, you know, everyone's waiting for the final crackdown, just like, just like back at $4,000. Everyone was waiting for the crackdown to $2,000, $1,000, and it never came. You know, the bottom is usually, it's usually like that. It's usually a quick time period that you get it. If you see it again, it's an absolute massive buying opportunity, just like back in here, right? We spent our time down in 3000 3500 for a good amount of time. This was multiple months spent in this bottom region, and then a very, very quick retest of it, and mostly fueled by COVID fears all that shit that was going on in 2020. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could. And that's the thing. It's always on the back burner of the mind, right? That we have potential to swing back down into 19 or 20 before the year is done. But again, if we just continue moving momentum into the upside direction over the next three months, I think a lot of people would think that by December, you know, we're probably going to swing back down. Uh, if my technical time analysis is on par, then, and then actuality says, you know, going into next year would actually just continue pulling us over sideways and up rather than getting this pullback or this bigger dump down. Yes. By the way, if you guys have not liked and subscribed yet, I would appreciate the heck out of you if you did that. It does make a huge difference for us over here. It means a lot to me. If you guys are getting anything interesting data-wise out of this, I would appreciate it. Yes, smash the like button.
But yeah, so I mean, again, macro-wise, we're looking absolutely fantastic. If we cannot dump before 2024, I just don't see how or why we would. You know, again, they may pull out some new variant or, you know, Nile disease, whatever, to try and scare markets. But it does seem like right now, all the key levels have been hit, whether it's NASDAQ, whether it's S&P, whether it's Bitcoin holding 25, everything's kind of lining up. And the macro momentum moving into the green again, they're just, are they going to give us an opportunity to get in when everyone's waiting for that opportunity? Excuse me. You may have missed that boat of perfect prices, but for the current time being, um, a weekly macro turning back up after swinging back and forth three to four times, right? Because this sell signal was invalidated by this buy signal. This buy signal was invalidated by this sell signal. And this sell signal is now going to get invalidated by the next buy signal on the next TC if it comes in two days. So there's a fuck ton of macro momentum stacked up. Think of it like a spring. The spring got pulled tighter and then pulled tighter again and pulled tighter again. And this is the fourth shot. You know, I think that there's a huge, huge potential here to see volume start to pick up for the first time in almost two years to really start ripping us into the upside direction. So just some food for thought. Again, not financial advice as always. Uh, these episodes are brought to you in part by tripleconfirmation.com. If you yourself are a terrible trader, you lose money in the markets. <laughs> well, fret not, my good friends, because Triple Confirmation makes trades for you. Head over there, check it out. It's an automated decentralized trading bot service. Hook it up with your MetaMask, put money into the bot. It starts, it trades for you. It is it is and has been in a long since about 27,000 holding position. It's looking absolutely fantastic. Again, that's tripleconfirmation.com. Uh, with that being said, we are going to end off the podcast portion of today's episode, and we will be continuing over here on the YouTube. So I wish you guys farewell and bid you adieu. We'll see you back here on Monday. All right, take care. Bye-bye.